So I was originally going to talk about the topic of Trump's indictment because they released more details about the charges he is facing, but then this event came up. I literally see countless videos of this all over my Instagram feed from Fox News, PragerU, Matt Walsh, every conservative every conservative commentator has been talking about this event and based on the video footage that I've seen it looked super unsafe to be at. I actually wanted to attend this event myself and part of me is glad that I didn't go. I did feel uneasy that a lot of my friends were there and that I was very concerned for their safety. I texted some of my friends after the event was over to see if they were okay because holy fucking shit. It sounded like a shit show from what I was seeing. We've got a lot to uncover here, y'all. My name is Jennifer, so let's start spilling the unfiltered tea. The Turning Point USA chapter at San Francisco State University held an event for Riley Gaines. She is a competitive swimmer from the University of Kentucky who came to talk about saving the integrity of women's sports. For those of you that don't know, she is going around college campuses to talk about how she lost to William Thomas, now more commonly known as Leah Thomas, after his transition to quote-unquote womanhood. They tied for fifth place, but then the NCAA awarded Leah the fifth place medal. Now some critics say it's just fifth, pl it's just fifth place, it's not a big deal. But the fact that Leah has the advantage of being biologically built stronger than Riley just speaks unfairness. I don't even know why this is even a topic. Everyone knows that a male transitioning into a female is still a male biologically. It's not like you're taking away strength from the dude when you go on those hormone replacement pills. So here's the thing. If trans people want to compete in sports so badly, they should just have their own category of competing. Oh wait, but that's transphobic to say because it's segregating them from the people who that are not trans. Well, the left were the ones that started segregation in the first place, but the right is being blamed for it instead. It's the left honestly putting the blame on somebody else so that they can so that they can make themselves look like the party of progressiveness and prosperity. However, that's another topic for another time. But back to the topic of this podcast, from the days leading up to the event, David Yamas, the Bay Area Field representative, had his iPad smashed and had soda dumped on his iPad in an attempt to stop the event from occurring. It, of course, didn't work since the iPad is still functioning perfectly fine and the event went on as scheduled, but it just shows how immature the left can be and how they cannot hold a conversation with someone who has a different opinion than theirs. From the information that I've gathered from different people, it looks like Riley finished her speech, and then that's when the protesters came. They stormed the classroom, turned off the lights, and caused hell and mayhem. A man, dressed as a woman, physically assaulted her twice, and Riley had to be escorted out of the classroom and had to hide and be locked in another classroom. I was able to talk to the president and secretary of the Oakland Community Hub chapter and also Amber Kleinka, the Sierra Territory Field representative, and this is what they told me. 
Cheyenne Kenny, the president of the Oakland Activism Hub, told me, starting quote, So basically there were around 50 pro-trans activists outside of the building at the beginning of the Riley Gaines event, and then they came into the building and they were being very loud and screaming the whole time. When the event was finished, they went completely crazy. They ran into the room while Riley was in there, shut off the lights, tried to surround her, and started running around the room just totally rampaging. I actually watched, so end quote, I actually watched part of the live stream that she put on the Oakland Activism Hub Instagram page, and while Riley is speaking, you can hear the protesters outside the classroom screaming over and over again, trans rights are human rights. The chant honestly makes no sense. Trans people are human, so they have human rights already. I do find it funny that the trans community says that they are a different species since they are fighting for human rights. Anyway, David Arevalo, I think that's his last name, I'm so sorry if I'm butchering it, the secretary of the Oakland Hub said, So I was somewhat shocked that they turned off the lights and stormed Riley. I am also somewhat not surprised that they came in and marched in the room protesting. It was kind of expected to see the angry, thoughtless, crazy people storm in without anything to say but a lot of violence to do. I'm just glad everyone is okay. And Amber said, I was shocked to see how well the event went, but chaos broke out once the event ended. This violent mob came in to attack Riley, and I was shoved by a crazy leftist. I shoved them back so then they wouldn't attack her. Next thing I know, I'm running with David following Riley to the back of the classroom and out the back door. David and I and another student closed and held the back door shut to delay the angry mob. Riley was whisked away by security and was brought to a safe room. My adrenaline was through the roof at this point, and the next couple hours were a blur. I didn't realize it till the next day that my legs were covered in bruises from Thursday night. End quote. Amber had bruises. Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with people? I'm glad that her injuries were not worse than that. Honestly, at least no one got extremely injured or even worse, died but in regardless, it is extremely unacceptable what these protesters did. The fact that Riley was physically assaulted, that crossdresser should be in jail and face assault charges that will permanently damage his reputation in life. I find it funny that in modern day feminism or that feminist movement, they're always talking about how men are monsters and should never lay a hand on a woman. I'd like to know how the situation is different. Is it because this person is so-called not a man because they don't identify as a man, therefore it makes it okay? No. Talk about hypocrisy coming from the feminist movement, for God fucking sake. I also found the Golden Gate Express on Twitter, their handle being at GGXNews. It looks like they were giving out timestamps of the event taking place from start to finish. They were time stamping when the protesters arrived, how many people attended the event. The fact that there were s still a lot of protesters in the building because of the classroom was filled. And then they also time stamped when the storm hit. And even after the event, they talked about 
the additional police that came around, if Riley was still in the building, if she left campus, and also when she left campus. The protesters did not leave until 1120-something that night. They started their rampaging at around 7.20, 7.30-ish. And then they only left because the police started threatening that they were going to start making arrests. Okay, first off, the police should have been arresting the protesters while they were indirectly holding Riley hostage, especially the ones that were more aggressive and yelling. I'm surprised the bald woman slash man, whatever the hell they are, they didn't lose their voice from screaming at the top of their lungs for hours. I also have a theory that these timestamps were made because they wanted to track Riley and they were indirectly communicating with the protesters. And to be honest, if this theory is true, this is the most unproductive and lowest thing somebody can do. Riley was trapped in a classroom for three to four hours. That is horrifying to read and probably even worse to experience. Some of the protesters were even asking Riley for money so that she can walk freely. First of all, that's holding someone for ransom and also kidnapping. And also, why the fuck would you need money for? For her to pay for your so-called trauma from having to hear her harsh words about the trans community? I mean, they don't want to get a job anyway, so I guess is their last resort to somehow get money. It's pretty p pathetic. Anyway, according to Riley's Twitter, she says, quote, The prisoners are running the asylum at SFSU. I was ambushed and physically hit twice by a man. This is proof that women need sex-protected spaces. Still only further assures me I am doing something right. When they want you silent, speak louder, end quote. A couple days after the event, David Yamas posted a statement by San Francisco State University and they issued the most bullshit apology. And to be honest, it's not even an apology about the event that happened. But they did, however, thank the protesters for their quote-unquote tremendous bravery and how they peacefully participated. First of all, that protest was not peaceful. Second, they did not address the violence that happened to Riley because of course they're not going to mention it. They want the protesters to look like they did not do anything wrong, even though they encourage different opinions on their extremely diverse campus, quote unquote. They provided community inclusion resources and counseling services as if Riley caused trauma for these protesters when they were the ones doing the traumatizing. Honestly, your self-proclaimed title of being one of the most diverse campuses in the United States is a fucking lie. If you were really diverse and so accepting, you would not have let this happen. I guarantee you guys that you would have done a lot more if the roles were reversed. And another thing, Jamila Moore is the Vice President of Student Affairs and Enrollment Management as well as the author of the email that got sent out. I found her Instagram account and it looks and it looks like she is a social justice advocate. It says the right it says right there on her bio and she doesn't even hide her bias. No wonder the email was so one-sided. She sided with the crazy mob of people. 
Schools in general are not supposed to be one-sided when it comes to looking out for students and also the school's reputation. The most amazing thing about this is that Riley is now threatening legal action against San Francisco State for those students who were involved in the protest. What they, should, what they did should consequently involve expulsion and to not be allowed back at the university. TPUSA is going to help with that, fortunately. Many conservative commentators are pro-hashtag I stand with Riley Gaines. What she did involved bravery and risk of getting a lot of pushback. The idea of transgenderism is such a controversial topic, and I am glad that Riley is doing her job to make sure no other biological woman competes against another biological man again. That's all for this episode. This was quite a topic to talk about. If you haven't already, please give this podcast a follow. This podcast is being streamed on rss.com, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. I will see y'all next time for when I spill more of the unfiltered tea.